bill for all the young niggas working the street Fighting a system designed to keep us all hungry and weak I speak for all the brothers who got mothers that weak Cause they can't leave the streets alone and she ain't seen them in weeks I preach hoping somebody out there wanna listen I'm on a mission, this ain't just simple bars I'm right, kicking Alright, alright, welcome to the 8th Note Sessions, I'm Devin Mullen And today I'm joined by returning guest Tally Hood And also fellow member of Guap Nation uh, basically legendary rap uh, artist agent o longtime veteran how you guys doing doing great doing great how you doing today not too bad thanks for asking so i'm doing good. Be beautiful i wanted to uh talk to you guys today because last month uh there was this new album uh which which you two released uh collingwood and palmetto and i really enjoyed it I, I thought it was a really authentic depiction of life. Life maybe, you know, not so pretty, but a life well fought for and well lived. Um, I was hoping you could sort of share the, you know, the creative process on that album and, and what the message was in your own words. You want to take this one, David? Uh, you, you got, I'll let you go first. Uh, so uh the creative process like uh you know like we discussed already um you know we could we we got this studio and uh we kind of just i was already in a creative space where i was uh being creative every day thank thanks to this uh uh pandemic that's going on that allowed me to you know step back and uh and be in that space so we're we're over at the studio every night you know, I'm listening to him make beats. He's listening to me. Uh, and we just we just started writing. We just started writing. And uh, next thing you know, uh, about a month into it, we had three songs that we, we completed already. And we went through and uh, we said, hey, let's, let's just make another three songs and finish this up. And we both kind of agreed that that was uh, maybe a smart move, you know, to just get some work done. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I agree with that. You know, um, like we were both working on um, uh, personal projects, and you know, um, we are basically related. That's my brother. You know, um, so we just went on with it, and it, I like it because it's, it, it was it was it was completely organic. We never really planned for it. I was trying to you know get better at making beats, and you know, Asian O's been making beats for longer than half my life probably, you know what I'm saying? So he's very well versed and very good at the type of beats that he makes. And, you know, me, I like to do different things and not just sit there and be like, he teach me now I'm not, now I'm the extra age, you know, but it was cool. It was cool. We had a good time. It was pretty much organic. And just so everybody knows, you can find our um, album on any spot, anywhere, Spotify. It's called Collingwood and Palmetto. Um, we did everything, all the beats, um, four of the beats are Agent O's, two of them are mine's. Uh, Agent O did the, the graphic for the uh, the cover art, all the videos we put out, Agent O shot them and, and edit them. We recorded it right here at my studio. Um, we mixed it right here and mastered it and we didn't have to pay anybody for the production. The only money we spent is, I guess, the rent we pay here, you know? And I, I mean, it's it's by all measures a, a very professional release. I, I thought it was excellent. And it, it makes sense that the process was organic, as you say. Um, 
Agent O, you said in, in our pre-interview conversation that it was the product of, you know, those 3 a.m. creative sessions, which yeah, I think, I think sure. you know, people tend to, you know, dig around their, their deepest, uh, you know, philosophical mind at that time of night. Yeah. Um, what I really enjoyed about it was, again, in, in this sort of idea of being authentic and, and organic, it covers a ton of ground. In, in terms of subject matter, because because me, I'm always about the lyrics. The the production's a nice thing, but it, it covers things like, uh, you know, finding work after after leaving prison, about this, you know, toxic work culture, the necessity of it, but also it's really harsh and unforgiving. The, Hold on a second. Can I, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. You got all of that from listening to our album? Well, the words are there. Plain as day. <laughs> they are, no, they are. They completely, yo. And and you know what? <laughs> we had to chit-chat a little tiny bit uh, before this um, interview, and you didn't say that before. That, that, that really makes me, because I don't think I ever told you I went to prison. Well, yeah, there, there's that line. It, it was, uh, you know, what, how it was about like how how can you be surprised about someone racking up so many felonies when you know this is sort of what the offering is in in life, you know? Yo, he definitely heard the album. Yo, I, yo, I swear, if I was famous, I would make you like the the go to interviewer. I swear. Oh, you, <laughs> you did your homework. You flatter me. You flatter me. You know what they say? No, they no. say they say the devil's in the details. No, for real, for real. You you flattered me, bro. And as art as an artist, and matter of fact, uh, just just a shameless plug, you know, Devin is also an artist. He's not a hip hop artist, but he makes music. He does all his own stuff, just like I just bragged and I was all cool. He does all the same stuff, just a different genre. But you the man, bro. I like that. Hey, Phil, you're you're a friend. Thank thank you for that. But, but back back to the uh, Collingwood and Palmetto. How how do you guys like accidentally, I guess, or unintentionally kind of just infuse this this five track EP with six? Six. Didn't do my homework completely. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um with with so much truth. Right? Because it's this this whole thing where the world's callous, but we're not callous, but we got to be callous sometimes. And you got to be a little callous, but don't get too callous because then you lose sight of what's important and you lose sight of your community. You know? It's not, I mean, if the question, if the question is, how do you, how do you speak about these things? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. That's pretty natural. I mean, uh, you just, be yourself, you know, and like when you're an authentic person and when you try to be true to yourself and you have uh, try to try to have knowledge about yourself and where you come from and where you go, it's easy to speak truthfully. Uh, what one of the hardest things for me personally not to do in life is to sugarcoat things. <laughs> um, so it's just something natural, you know, you just you speak what you know, and you tell it how you live it. You know, absolutely. And and this was uh, made sort of in the context of a uh, 
an environment that's really sort of emblematic of, of hip-hop and, and Buffalo hip-hop in particular, which is this really strong uh, sense of collaboration between yeah. folks of, of different walks of life and, um, you know, so many different stories coming together. Uh, what are, outside of Buffalo, even, what are what are some of the collaborative acts that are happening? Uh, who, who's sort of, you know, by proxy, a part of, of the Buffalo scene? Ooh, by proxy, out of towners that are part of, part of the Buffalo scene? Yeah. They can that question the best, because, you know, um, I'm not going to say he's like a genius in hip-hop, but, like, he's aware of all levels of hip-hop, and there's levels that'll blow your mind. He'll tell you about him and my older brother. They start talking about these names, and you just start... I'm sitting there, like, mind you, my brother's not a rapper, and he knows about rappers that I just never even heard of, and they're guys that just he, he respects. So, I, yeah, go ahead. Take that. Okay. Uh, I, I would hate to... I, I would... I would hate to keep reverting to talking about um, West Side Gun and Griselda, but the unfortunate truth is is that they put a spotlight on um, on Buffalo, and an indirect consequence or, or not consequence, but an indirect uh, byproduct of that spotlight is that other people from the area also got spotlighted so uh the whole region now uh i'm not i'm not gonna say that western new york in the northeast uh you know are ruling hip-hop right now but uh i believe that uh our direct region is dictating a lot of the sounds that happen within this subgenre of uh, hip hop right now, as far as uh, the the grimy sample base, like street level uh, hip hop that that is uh, you know organic. Like once I said, sample based uh, lyrics, lyricism over everything. Uh, thanks to uh, you know Griselda Records, now from uh, from Buffalo to Rochester to Syracuse to uh to um Ontario uh a lot of these different artists that that embody this sound are now having the shot like the the spotlight shown on them uh from uh let's see uh 38 special out in Rochester you got uh Riggs and uh Danielson up in Toronto um you know Chain Noir you know the spotlight is in is on the sound that Buffalo has had for the last 20 years. This is the sound that was was created here in Buffalo and Rochester. So something that I, I find so fascinating about that is um, a frequent talking point that I make during our interviews is this idea of the Great Berlin Wall of Buffalo music. And for hip hop artists, there's always major concerns about access to venues, having spaces to perform, um, at, at least for what is majority like a white audience. You know, there's just a lot of venues like downtown and uh, they, they just, they don't book hip hop at all. And yet right. our, our biggest national export right now by far is hip hop. I mean, you have Griselda and, and Conway right. and Benny being interviewed on NPR 
you know, for Christ's sake. I, that's that's marvelous. Right. Let's go Buffalo, baby. <laughs> but but what 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 are we to sort of take away from that that disconnect kind of between? Well, let let me answer this question. It's uh it's nothing new. Uh, you know, like I said, I've been around the block a couple times, and um, you know. I hate to speak bad of Buffalo because I love it so much here, but uh, Buffalo has been a very segregated place for a very long time. And, uh, you know, why, you know, my whole my whole music, I don't want to call it a career because I haven't really made a lot of money doing this, but um, my whole time doing this, my whole tenure doing this, uh, it's always been hard to book. And that's a direct, consequence of the racism and fear and lack of understanding of uh of other cultures here in buffalo new york and and let's be honest uh you know you said something about a majority white audience uh you know listen a ma that that's just statistics uh you know I, i'd say 90 percent of hip-hop is bought by white america so yes. it should be it, it, it should it should be no different here than it is anywhere else. The only thing that's different here is the the, the generations of uh, misunderstanding between uh, you know the two different cultures. You know the people that own businesses here in Buffalo, bars and, and venues, who tend to be you know white and a little bit more upper class. They got enough money to get a uh, you know half a million dollar uh, uh, businesses. So. Um, they don't understand uh, the culture of hip hop, and 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 I'd, I'd I'd also like to add that I've been performing out, you know, at hip hop shows in Buffalo uh, almost my entire life since I've been like fifteen or sixteen years old, and and I'm gonna be real honest, as far as the the the, the subgenre of music that I do, uh, there there's been very little, you know, violence or anything at any of the oh, shows. Sure that I've ever been a part of. There was Let me just one. say this one thing. I've there been was... living in Buffalo for 11 years. 11 years. The only thing I've seen, and I've been to so many shows, because I'm blessed to be related to Agent O because he's part of super deep underground hip-hop. But I've been out here for 11 years, and I've never seen an altercation at one hip-hop show. Never. I mean, there was always kind of like face, yeah. you know, people just looking at each other and getting all tough. Never seen a fight, not once, and not one hip hop show in Buffalo that I've ever been to. And I went to Benny's show. That was like a nothing thousand. But love. There was nothing but love. No, and y'all, black, white, nerds, gangsters, shooters, killers, hustlers, murderers. Everything was in that building. Even my girl, who does, who was like a little scared to be in there because she's a country girl, you know. But he's right. He ain't lying. Oh, no. And I I mean, if, if you really stop to think about it for a second, you're telling me that, you know, fights don't happen in bars just yeah. generally like it. Yeah, it's it's absolutely a, a really problematic association. I, I think to, to your point, it definitely, uh, Agent O, it's, it's some of the classism elements of it, too, for sure. Uh, Hip hop. You just got to be real. You got to un un understand the reality of the situation and then we can take it from there. You know, we, we know the reality of the situation. So, uh, you know, just build and expand from there, you know? Absolutely. So 
you know, you, you guys both have a, a ton of projects and in the works it, it sounds like and and obviously some of them are going to be more concerned about you know the social fabric and, and politics and, and and some projects probably aren't going to be as concerned about that because it's a reflection of life and not everything is heavy and uh like that what are what's coming down the pipeline that you're really excited about i mean go first yeah go I, um there's some really exciting things coming in the works. Um, number one, it's a project that I'm not even on. Hey, Bones, come over here. Call Bones. Um, to, to, I know you heard me say uh, the guy named Reckless. He's one of our, our Guap Nation uh, uh, members. Him and actually one of the owners, because uh, it's three of us. It's a three-headed monster type thing going over here. We all decided to say, hey, let's risk it. Let's sign the lease. And I guess that makes us owners, you know, but... You know, we don't act like we don't act like it. Nobody's a boss, but him and uh, I act like a boss no, every day. But yeah, he <laughs> nobody listens to him though. You know, he tries. You know, <laughs> but uh, they they got a project. Do you guys got finally got the name for your project? No. All right. Well, they don't have a name yet, but it should be coming out. They got a hundred songs. You know, um, it's all done. Uh, they did it all right here. So it's another fully. Guap Nation uh, promotion, and um, even though AJ doesn't know it, he's got to do a, probably another cover art because hey, that the one he did for hours was pretty cool. I don't know, that was phenomenal. I thought so. That's the next project. We don't have a name for it, of course. I have other projects, and I mentioned them a, a couple of them. I have songs with members of Out West. Um, like I said, those guys are family. Uh, we're literally. I'm not related to none of them, but most of the members here are related to a lot of members over there and all that. So um, it's a big family. We got, um, of course, there's going to be a part two with uh, me and Agent Oath maybe sometime next year. And obviously, probably some just some Lucy's, a couple singles that I have, because I, I really want to push um, the one that me and him got, because I, I took a pretty much a big hiatus. You know, I put an album out, I think... I don't even remember the year. Years are jumbled up. Corona got everybody a little messed up, but uh, that's the next current album. So look out for that. You're going to see me uh, talking about it every single where. Um, all my socials, look out for it. You'll see it. Definitely will. Yeah. yeah, and, and, yeah. Oh, did, did you want me to expand on that? Or? Um, yeah, well, well the, going the, on. The, the hiatus thing, I just wanted to throw in here, um, you know, uh, Agent O, you said you'd, you'd taken about a decade uh, from from actively, you know, kind of grinding out the music. Right. Um, in addition to what you got going on, I, I definitely wanted to to hear sort of in reflection, you know, the the return. What's what's the the return of uh, the hiatus? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I thought. If I'm understanding the quest question correctly, you're asking me what I got out of taking a long break. Yeah, what what's different? What's what's fresh? Well, I mean, as we all know, ten years is a long time, and uh, a lot happens in ten years. So, like I said, um, you know, I'm a completely different person than I was ten years ago, and I have a lot more knowledge, a lot more. Uh, expertise you know i've 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 honed my craft 
in the last 10 years, even though I wasn't like actively pursuing music, I was still uh, trying to hone my craft. You know, I was still sure. making beats. I was still writing. I just wasn't out there actively putting music out or, or performing. You were or like in the workshop so, with it. Yeah. 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 You know, um, you know, I tried to make it more about like fun. Like it became more of a hobby. Right. And, and, and once you start, once you start having less expectations about what you want to get out of, you know, your art, it becomes more about the art. And, uh, to me anyway, it feels like when, when you focus more on the art and less on the business aspect of it and it becomes fun to you, that's one of the reasons why I quit is because it stopped being fun. It stopped being fun. It stopped being something I loved. And, uh, and now I love, making music again. And, and I guess that's the biggest thing that I, I could say came out of it is that I love making hip hop music again. You understand? That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so we're, we're just about at time here. Uh, this has been a really, really nice energizing conversation. So I, I want to thank you both again for making the time to join me tonight. Thanks um, for having us. Of course. Uh, Tally, I love the shirt. Thank you. Yeah, I, I like it too. My girl don't though. What, what what's this say? Anti-social? Yeah, anti-social. Hold on. I'll get a little sign. Little anti-social. He, he, he got to be one of the least anti-social people <laughs> I've met. Oh, yeah. I'm the anti-social one. And I'll give you a quick little little tour of the studio because I know we about to be out of here. But look, um, if you guys want to come over here to Guap Nation Studio, fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? We got good shit. We got, everybody here is laid back, humble. We don't got bullshit equipment either. You feel me? I'm not even going to name what type of equipment this is. You guys just go and take a look. Look here, turn this light on. We got a booth. This ain't, this ain't somebody's basement. You feel me? If you want to flex in front of the Guap Nation, I'm not going to name the, the equipment. If you know, you know. So we do have another another area. This eventually, you know, for more photos. We do have professional lighting. We shoot videos, you know, while people are in there working, you can come with your squad as long as they all fit in here. Guap Nation, look us up. If you don't got money like that, listen, we'll work with you. Just hit us up. All right, right now, $50 an hour, but you know, we got you. Just to get back on the music, obviously, um, the the music speaks for itself in this case. It's it's an excellent uh, release, calling wood and palmetto. Um, and folks at home, obviously, you can see there's a ton of passion and a, a genuine love of the craft that underpins it all. So, if if you are available, if you are looking for collaborative work, or you know, just to maybe try something new, I I would definitely recommend checking you know these guys out to you know see if you can get something off the ground. Could be worth it. For the time being, though, I'm Devin Mullen. And this has been Tally Hood and Agent O. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. I'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace. Here's an excerpt from the track Feeling Now by Agent O and Tally Hood. Look out for their music on Bandcamp and all the major streaming platforms. Uh, I said, hey, I got a feeling now. Inspiration for my niggas just to kill a doubt. The world is fake before you skate, you better fill it out. There's better days ahead, we waiting every real about. Hey, I got a feeling now. 
Inspiration for my niggas, we gon' kill a drought Streets is watching, only option is to deal it out We yelling out, just searching for something to be real about Something to be real about Something to be real about The 8th Note Sessions are produced by Music is Art Our co-hosts are Devin Mullen and Michael Shamil Editing by Michael Shamil the executive director is Tracy Fletcher. Our program director is Sarah Elizabeth Shaw. You can help programs like this keep going by donating today at musicisart.org. Thanks for listening.